Mi gente, welcome back to another episode of the It's Me Shell podcast. And this week we have a guest in our midst. Okay, he is a college student, an actor, podcaster, and the host of It's the Zaya Show podcast. I hope I did that some justice. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) And now author, he has a new book out titled Start Smiling, which you can get as an ebook today on Wattpad. I always say that wrong. And I'm (laughs) honored to have him on the show today. The one, the only, Zaya. Hey guys, what's poppin' Michelle? Hey boo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, because he deserves a big clap. Okay, standing <laughs> ovation, baby. So I Thank have been you. waiting. Of course, I've been waiting to interview you about this since you told me you were releasing a book. So I'm so excited that you're here today. And thank you so much for allowing me to interview you. No problem, hon. You know, I got to support my girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to tell the world the genre of your book, because we're going to get right into Start Smiling. So the genre of your book, I know you have some journal entries and you write a bit mm-hmm. about things that you've gone through. So what genre do you think it would be? The genre of Start Smiling is definitely a self-help because the book focuses more on like how to start smiling. I feel like people always want to just smile for the Instagrams and the Snapchats. We love that, sis. But how do you really start smiling? So this book is definitely a self-help book. Oh, I love that. Well, it it really took me. And we're going to get into that because I really, really, really enjoyed the book. Oh, I re- thank you. Yes, I did. And I love it because not only were we able to get into your mind, I really, truly felt what you were going through, especially with COVID relationships and just life in general. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I really enjoyed it. So I know that you're very artistic and you act, you have your podcast, and you were recently an extra in an upcoming film production. And we'll get um, into- yes. <laughs> oh, I know. You're you're doing big things out here. Oh but- yes. <laughs> but the start the star of the show, other than you, is your book, Start Smiling. So I wanted to ask you about your writing. Have you always been a writer, always aspired to write things and have others just read? And, and just enjoy what's going on in your mind? Um, so like, I always liked writing. It was just more of like the transformation of how I wrote. Mm-hmm. But like when I was younger, like 12, 13, like, you know, like back when you thought like SoundCloud was popping, I right. thought like, okay, I could write a song. I could write, I could totally do it. I could write like, you know, like, cause my grandfather was a, is a songwriter, piano, a player, pianoist. So I kind of already had like the formula of like writing poetically and expressing my emotions. Mm -hmm. And then as I did theater, I actually wrote my first full length play. I wrote Notes to Mama. I wrote uh, Leaves of Colors. Like I did two big plays, like wrote those. Um, I still like, I edited them time and time again. And then as I got older, I was like, okay, I don't got time to write because I'm in college. I really don't want to say. So I kind of just do short uh, writings about it. So more like, poetry related <laughs> and then start smiling is one of like the first real like type of short books that I did because I honestly I don't like reading novels I know people in the world don't like reading novels I'm sorry my book lovers so I like making things like short easy 
you know, straight to the point type of book. Yeah. Right. And I think that's really what I enjoyed. I mean, I like reading long novels too, but one of the things I enjoyed about your book was that it was, I read it every morning as I was heading, you know, to work on the train. Oh. Really did put a smile on my, like it really set the mood for my day. It really did. And I was just like, no, he didn't just do this to me this whole week. And then as soon as I was done, I was like, oh, God, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> get into. No, but I love that. So the plays, were they like um, like small production, like school stuff? Or are they like out in the world for people to view the plays that you've written? Okay. So you just asked a good question. This is a rare question. Um, so I actually started writing Leaves of Colors when I was like 15. I, I didn't finish till like I was 17. Like it was a long process, you know, cause different drafts. Um, it's not out. <laughs> I did one short play, but that was like a rare occasion. But um, basically like, you know, since I was in high school, typically we was doing more like already established playwrights. So I would like to, in the future, have my own play, like, produced in the future. But as of readings, I just never released them because I was like, well, people, you know, probably don't want to read a play. They probably want to see the play versus reading mm -hmm. it, you know? Mm -hmm. But right. if y'all want to read it, I mean, just hit me up in my DMs. Right. <laughs> it's long. It's very long. It's like like 120 pages. It's long. I already, like, it's long. But <laughs> if y'all want it, but no, like, I know we focused on Sorry Smiley, but Nose for Mama, it's more of like focus, like most of like my female friends that read it. It's like Isaiah. I really would love to see this one because you really just took the the whole stereotype of the female and male just went. Wee! So I mean, like if y'all want them, you know, I would love to direct my own show in the future. Though, totally, really, yeah. that would be amazing. And listen, I always like, I love plays. I love Broadway shows. Before COVID, we used to go out, you know, to watch a lot of Broadway shows and like plays mm -hmm. in small um, places. So I love supporting all that local stuff. And I swear every single time, especially the biggest one, you know, I, I feel is still kind of big, Hamilton. I swear every time I listen to the soundtrack, oh, yes. I, I'm like part of Hamilton. So if you need anybody, I will sing and dance my little ass off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, girl. Whatever yes. you need me to do. So Totally. Uh, how did you come up with the titles of your book oh so really start smiling um so that's actually funny because it was like around the same process where i wrote uh the other one before like after season three i kind of got like this pattern where it's like towards the end of the season i'll release a book <laughs> and then <laughs> so like after like the closet i uh, came out like i was like okay i really like i was like real like happy at that moment and mm -hmm. so i was just like I don't want to say like joyful because I had different ones like joyful I was like it didn't stick and then I was like okay I know people always want to smile like you know like how you want to find something different that way it makes you stand out and then I just got like oh start smiling because I didn't start smiling until I went through this event so that kind of represent like the year that I went through like 2019 to 2020 like when I started to smile so now I'm really smiling, I'm thriving, honey, and there's a lot of things happening in my life right now that is just like, like I'm going uh, to North Carolina within two weeks to uh, do an internship for sales. And then, you know, got a boyfriend. So like everything right now is just juggling, like right at the place. <laughs> Shit, you better start smiling. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That's how those title came about. So, you know, manifesting my smile, which is now happening. So, 
Right. I'm and glad. I'm a big believer in manifestation. Like if you're calling positive things to you or to people around you, then why wouldn't you get a positive outcome? You know, so yeah. I love honey. Listen, the pictures in every section. Oh, they sent me because it's just like your personality really comes through in pictures. And I think spoke about this before when I was on your podcast, we were talking about how you just, you know, you took a picture and that was just that just became your thing. You really Mm -hmm. went through um, when it comes to your pictures. So what what made you want to add them to your book? Because they did sprinkle, honey. I was looking at it. I would read and then I would look at the picture. I'm like, yep, this is it. Okay, I got the, I got the <laughs> full picture. <laughs> so, so the pictures. Um, like originally, I had like my other pictures that I took like in January with the red hair, and it was just like I got like REM beauty like the same day, like out of coincidence. And I was like, you know, I feel like doing something. Like I was taking pictures for season five, mm-hmm. and my friend is a photographer. Uh, shout out to Courtney. So, because I want to do something different for, like, season five. I was like, yeah, season five. I want to come back with a different, like, vibe. Like, I feel like I need a real photographer. We're getting to that point now where we want to be more, you know, professional. So, we took the pictures. And she was just like, oh, Isaiah, you serving. You serving. And some pictures just, like, worked out for the book. Because I was like, this picture cannot just, like, be a promotion, like, stunt for season five. Like, this got to be in the book. Like, some and then and then a makeup was done by myself and then we recreated the sweater which was kind of like funny because now it's like okay we got a better version um <laughs> and i did like several shirtless i did like some like some y'all didn't even see all of them but you will see some of them during pride month next month because there's certain things coming like you know like so i'm going to be doing more makeup looks so you might see more pictures of that because a lot i like pictures too so oh yeah I'm so- I had to listen, we're all visual people. So I think that having different pictures and just you evolving and showing the world who you are, it just makes it that much more relatable to everybody, at least for me. Because I'm just oh, like, yes. see you, I see you. Um, <laughs> how did you feel putting it all out there? I mean, you had, you know, your journal always holds mm-hmm. interpersonal thoughts. That's why we have our journal. Mm-hmm. Especially when we were young, we used to write, I hate my family today. Like, I'll tell you right now, my journal is <laughs> everything. So were you afraid to put these words out there for the world to read? Um. So that's a good question. So originally, like, I had several drafts that started smiling because of the fear of that. Mm-hmm. So when the first draft I wrote, like, you know, like, come on, you know I was in therapy at the time. And it was just like so much darkness. And I was just like, supposed to be start smiling. I don't want to like throw like so much, like, you know, like trauma dump people and, you know, like have nothing to say. Cause like the idea of start smiling for me was like, give my audience and readers a glimpse of like, okay, this is Zaya. This is Isaiah as well. Like, you know, like this is him as a person. And then on the podcast, we'll go into more details about certain situations. I don't want to like throw it out there you know, like, all at once. Like, I'd rather throw it in, like, small sections. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's supposed to help you start smiling. So, like, certain, I chose, like, certain experiences that made me start smiling mm-hmm. that was pivotal to me. So those journal entries that were piv- pivotal, sure, it was, like, a little much, you know? Right. But I wanted to take them and put them into the reader because I don't want to give, like, some, like, fake cheesy, like, oh, you know, like, my mama told me you could be a star one day. No, like... I went through my fair shares of like having disagreements and still do to this day. So, I mean, like, it's just giving people reality 
and tell it, letting them know like hey like even though this is happening in your life you can still start smiling if that makes sense so. oh, of course it, it all makes sense as i told you i <laughs> Entire book, okay. When you said you were sharing a gem with the world, you weren't lying, cause baby, <laughs> <laughs> this was it. I'm telling you, I was reading it on the train every morning. It definitely put a smile on my face. I was telling all my coworkers, I'm like, just read it. It's so, and they're so lazy sometimes. I'm like, it's such a short book. Like you really would enjoy Why? it. Right. It's just, it's like self-help, self-care. You're right. And that's really how I identified it to myself. Um, I was just like, oh, this is like, just like little words of encouragement for me. But I was definitely clingy towards specific things because they spoke to me the most. Yeah. And there's a part of the book titled, uh, what? what makes me sad and you mentioned that you need to evaluate what makes you sad before you know you can even enjoy your happiness and that spoke right. i was going through some hardships myself back in like 2021 and i didn't know what to do and i felt like i was trapped in my own mind in a sense and what made me spring back up to my feet was my creativity and that's what made me happy but it's like you said you have to know what's making you sad before you can even begin to enjoy anything else so i wanted to ask how did you get yourself out of the sadness i know you mentioned therapy and things like that i mean oh, yeah. we were all quarantined and we had to figure things <laughs> our own so after you realized yeah. what made you sad how did you get out of that funk so what got me out of the funk i mean like sure like being home like but from my perspective like i was starting like what i always wanted to start which was college like from a young age i was like i want to be like you know like having my independence finally being who i am and then a pandemic happens, like I was in a funk for several things. So through that, what made me sad, like it, what made me sad was like, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know when this pandemic was going to end. I didn't know the status of like how my relationship was going to go because he cheated on me. All this friendships falling, mm -hmm. left him out. Like it was like a lot at once. Mm -hmm. And so what made me like real lot, like got me out the funk was just like slowly like, okay, what can I do to make a future that I truly want? that I want to be happy with. I want to, you know, make meaningful connections. That meant like reaching out to people, you know, that were good for me that I thought was just being like overbearing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I had to just shut everybody out and focus on what Zaya want. And so that's how I came up with Zaya because originally Isaiah, <laughs> I was just like, I didn't want to do a podcast. Like I just knew I was creative. I couldn't express myself like truly me. So, I mean, like, I was trying to figure it out. And then one day I found, like, a podcast video. And I said, oh, is the podcast popping again? Like, you know, like, I wasn't thinking, like, a podcast wasn't popping before. But I just didn't think, like, okay, like, I can actually do this. And being two years in, like, you know, like, it really had open doors for me. Like, meet more people, like-minded, different-minded. Like, it really opened up my eyes to, like, the world. It gave me different opportunities. So, I mean, like, that got me out the front. Like, just, like, envisioning what I truly want and writing down, like, okay i want this i want that praying but praying <laughs> prayers would get through me um but also like just realizing like i matter and just realizing like i could evolve and that's okay that's, that's right. right and that's awesome and listen i urge anyone out there that's feeling sad and alone please just seek for help talk to somebody it's so important to just talk to someone express yourself don't go through it alone because yeah 
I mean, COVID really messed up a lot of people. And still today, I hear so many people, oh, we have nothing, you know, nothing to live for. We have no one to talk to. Like, but you do, you know, just talk to anybody. Talk to a stranger in the street. It doesn't matter. Sometimes it just takes, you know, letting that out. So I'm glad, you know, you figured out how to get out of that nasty feeling. So Because I still face, um, like, currently, like, I know, like, COVID, like, over. But, like, sometimes, like, when I, like, am around, like, everybody i get anxiety mm-hmm. still from being oh. alone for so long yeah so now being in like i try to walk faster or i try to talk like yeah 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 yeah. gotta go gotta go if i'm not mentally prepared to be in that state of mind now if i do like a live show of the podcast yeah i already know because i said that day i said that time i'm not gonna feel weird but if it's like oh everybody ambushed me oh yeah i would get anxiety <laughs> run away from the hills Listen, same here. And I was talking to somebody, one of the physicians I work with, and he was saying the same thing, how a lot of his friends and a lot of people, they were like getting anxiety attacks just being out in public because they weren't used to being around so many people at once anymore because of COVID. Right. And it's crazy because I feel that too. Like I'm I'm on the train. I'm just like, oh, wait, there's too many people. I should have just taken a cab. Like I have a hundred like emotions, a hundred yeah. racing through my head all because there's like two or three more people than on the train than last, than, than yesterday, you know? So yeah. I completely understand where you're coming from. Now in um, Change Your Ways, you talk about creating, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, I was all up in it. <laughs> you talk about creating this new life for you and having to release people that just don't fit the mold you've created. And listen, mm-hmm. if that's not the truth, I don't know what is. So how did the people you released feel once you let them go? Because people are, listen, people like that are selfish and they much rather- they Right, they much rather stay in your life, not contributing to anything or adding any value, and get upset when you let them go. Just and you know, they just prefer being evil and tell you, "Oh, your glow up is too bright. You can't see what's right in front of you." You know all that bullshit they try right. to hit you with. So, the first instinct for them is to get upset. So, how did they feel because you was like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> <laughs> so, freshman year, uh, I mean, like. If you, if you, I mean, like every single young person knows this, and I feel like you don't have to be in college to experience this. I feel like every single person in this world will experience this. Your friend group's gonna change time and time again. Like, I, my friend group now is so different from the group last year. Like, if I keep it real. Um, and at that time, I had to let people go because, like, I let some certain people stay because I'm like, okay, you're here, you're actually listening. Some people are just looking out for themselves, and that's okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm not all about, you know, look at, Put the mask on yourself first, literally now. So, <laughs> you know, like if you go and do what you gotta do, but if you're not supporting or if I'm not feeling fulfilled and the relationship is just stagnant and I'm just feeling like it's not, like I'm putting more energy that I need to, I'm just gonna let you go. Like I'm gonna still let you see my Instagram, you know, follow me on the day show. Um, but you know, you, you're not gonna get the full like fulfillment from me, if that makes sense. So like now I still go through it. Like some people think like I'm, full of myself believe it or not because i'm a podcaster and every time like they i, I, I people ask me like oh how's your podcast doing i'm not gonna say like don't talk to me about it like i'm gonna say like oh it's going good got this interview i roll got this interview with max Benny. i roll like certain people just gotta go like everybody not meant for ever and then some people are actually meant for a certain time and then come back around and then be there forever right. now that's the now that's a fact but yeah change the way i mean like i i, I draw so many people like they know who they are if they read the book. <laughs> if they read the book, so. Oh, well, listen, you got to let go of people and things that just don't serve you because you can't just be carrying a whole bunch of dead weight. How, how oh, do yeah. You, 
world, right? So they can't be mad at you. They need to revamp themselves and be like, okay, why was I dropped? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, why was I let go? Yeah, so, right. right. So getting into your journals, the call that changed me, you explained you went to see your friend's show and your mama kept blowing up your phone like all mamas do. And by the way, mm-hmm. happy Mother's Day to all those mamas out there. <laughs> happy <Okay>. Mother's Day, mama. <laughs> So how did you feel when you heard your mom explain COVID to you for the first time? And this was around the beginning of the lockdown, too. It was like March 2020. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you feel? Um, so at that time, where my, like I'm in Louisiana. And mm-hmm. I feel like like we were the first people to like actually like have that day. I'm not sure. It was like one of the first few states. Like I know Louisiana was on the list. But my mom worked at a hospital that actually was doing the, like already working with COVID before everybody else knew about what COVID was. Cause of Mardi Gras actually raised the risk of it. So my mom was like, hey Isaiah, you know, like, you know, she was telling me like, Isaiah, go in your room, stay in your room. Cause we didn't have masks at that point. And I was like, mm. I'm confused. Cause I just got out of my friend's theater show. We about to go eat out and we're going to have drinks. Like, I don't, under- you know, like, I'm college. I'm like, I don't, I don't care about that. So, I mean, like she, but I knew she was dead serious when she pulled up that next day and said, I'm not playing with you. Pack this bag. Cause she told me to pack everything. I didn't believe her. I was like, you know, like we're, they're not going to cancel. It's just a, you know, like it's just another flu. Like mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. that, but when I saw it on the news, like, and she knew like, oh, your school had already has some cases. They're not telling you about it. I didn't listen. She took me out that school so fast. Mama, when I tell you a mama bear, comes out and then Fox 8 News came on and then say, oh, there was cases already exposed. I'm like, oh, and my mom said, mm-hmm. then I tell you, then I tell you, you should listen to me. I was like, okay, my mama, listen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> listen, mama bear knows best, okay? She pulled up. She rolled she up, pulled up said, Let's took go. me away from my ex and said, we're going home. <laughs> I said, child. You said, okay. <laughs> I guess. Right, right. Cause okay. I didn't know how long it was going to be. I thought, like, pack a bag. She had no pack bags. I said, oh, Lord. She was, wasn't wrong. Yeah, listen, she wasn't, but you was pulling out the weekend bag. <laughs> she, was, uh, <laughs> I, she said, pull out that two-week bag. Right. <laughs> listen, you wrote you were sad to leave the college, your college life. But how did you feel about your acting career? Did you feel Ooh. lose your skills or anything that you learned because you know everything shut down? I mean, the acting, my acting career actually started before COVID. It started like in 2015, and I was so used to doing a show every year. And that year, I at that point I didn't do a show yet, mm-hmm. and I did one show in October, and like break a leg for my friend. And at that point, I did feel like, okay, like, theater might not, like, I love live action theater. Like, you know, like, I want to be in the arena. Mm-hmm. I want to be on Broadway. So, <laughs> you know, like, film film is easier. Like, we could talk about the filming experiences and, like, all that procedure. But um, I just, like, the theater side. So I knew that was going to be hard to come back. Broadway shut down. Everybody shut down. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I could, like, make connections. But I still put in audition tapes. I actually just worked on the craft more, read books about it, read different plays. I read Angels in America, part one and two. I watched the plays from National Theater. I, my family and I would watch a theater show because they was like, okay, Isaiah needs to, you know, have his theater moment of the week. <laughs> like Tuesday theater, Thursday theater, one of those days had to be a theater show. Right. And that's how, you know, so, <laughs> cause it's like, why Isaiah watch on TV? I said, this is why I watch on TV. I don't even watch Netflix, I watch theater shows. Period. So, I mean, 
my acting, like, I grew in the literature part and the strategic part of acting. I didn't grow in the performing arts, performing aspect of that year. The next year, I did, because that's when I did a show, Dark Skin Payment, and then I won Best Supporting Actor for, you know, the theater. So. Yes, I know that. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know that's right, baby. <laughs> I'm nominated again. I'm yeah. nominated again. We got other good actors there. So, Sally is not voting because I feel like I would have won by votes because I was in a like, podcast community. Vote for me. <laughs> Listen, exactly. The whole, I would have I would have started a campaign, okay? Every, let's Giveaways. Vote. Exactly. We got to do what we got to do. Oh, congrats on your award, though. That's amazing. Thank you. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> The Last Kiss. Oh, child, that had me feel like I lost someone. Like, I lost someone. <laughs> and I find it fascinating that such a short little excerpt made me feel sad. Like, I was feeling sad. I felt like I was going back into quarantine, back into a rock. I was like, oh, my God, the way you described it. I literally felt like a pit in my stomach. So, yeah. getting a little personal, a little, what is it? We can. Are you, and I think I know the answer to this already because you mentioned it, but you and that person, you're no longer together today yeah right? we're no oh yeah we're no longer together like that breakup happened in april of 2020 <laughs> oh, who to him yeah Ooh, okay <laughs> <laughs> actually my boyfriend uh saw him at work uh recently and he was like babe he babe did you really date him and i was like yikes yeah, i love <laughs> and i was like he got so ugly like i'm sorry like even I my boyfriend said he got ugly like, petty baddies all around, boo. Petty baddies, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, you cheated on me, so. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> boo to him. <laughs> okay, yes. so do you feel like quarantine broke you up, or is something? Oh no, or it was all him. It was all him just being. Oh, we could keep it real because I'm one of those. So, um, quarantine for me just made everything eye opening for me because I had people like before COVID told me like, hey, he's not a good guy. You shouldn't be really dating him. I mean, like we had our arguments, like, you know, like I was going crazy talking to guys that, you know, like he was shooting on me with. And I was like, uh-uh, you're not doing this. Da -da 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 -da. It's you, you. COVID just put it into aspect and separated me from him to be like, hey, Isaiah, don't forget about yourself and forget why you came here and forget your dreams and aspirations and not worry about his, you know what I'm saying? And so, COVID really just made me feel more like, okay, like, I got to do this for me. And then when he cheated, that was the last straw. And I said, yeah, nah, player. I got to go. I know I deserve better. I know some guy out there is going to be good for me. And funny part is, <laughs> when, because my boyfriend, well, actually for the next season, me and my boyfriend probably going to be doing a podcast episode together to talk about mm -hmm. our story. But the circle is just so funny because literally I had to go through that because I never been heartbroken before. So, like, that was my first relationship. And I knew it wasn't going to be the last one. So, you know. That's it. You got it out of the way. Now there's nothing mm -hmm. up from here. And apparently he was just one of those people you had to drop. Like, bye. That's yeah. it. Now he had a, I had to drop him. So. <laughs> Facts. So, you mentioned going back to your hometown. Did you feel like going back home was going to hinder the progress you already made of becoming yourself and being able to be and express yourself like you were while you were away at college? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, we're not going to bullshit that way. Absolutely. Positively. Yes, ma'am. I'm just saying because it's like, 
I just graduated, right? Mm. I've been living here. I've been doing the same thing. I want to go out there. I want to see, even though it's like an hour away, it feels so different. Like that hour away gives me like my own atmosphere, my own connections. Like I was making my own life type of style, my own lifestyle. Like, oh, I wake up at this time. I do this. But when I went back home, I had to not only keep my same lifestyle for my sake, because I like to read. Believe it or not, I like to read. Like I'm reading The Last Night at the Telegram Club. I love romantic stories. And, you know, like I had to watch my siblings. They had online school. So I had to help them out, you know, be the teacher. I'm the oldest, you know, help out. in a. And my mom was a nurse and my stepdad was a truck driver. So all of most, both of them was essential workers. So they were stressed out when they got sick and helped them. So I mean, like it was just adjusting to like, at that point, I was even being selfish. Like it was like, hey, we got to do what we got to do. We got to help each other out. It was all about teamwork, you know. My mom was like, listen, I know it's not something we all expected, but we just got to stick together. Nobody go out. Like, we didn't go out for two months. And if we had to go to the grocery store, my mom said go early in the morning so you don't have to be in the crowd, Isaiah. So, I mean, I'm I had like, to do what I had to do. Right, and I love that because it's, it's that togetherness. I, I mean, for those who didn't have that type of support system or even a family or weren't able to go to their families because they couldn't fly or travel because of COVID. It was just such mm -hmm. a sad time. So I'm just glad that I, although I know, you know, it wasn't your thing because you were already so free and liberated. I'm just glad yeah. you just weren't alone. You had a good support system. Yeah. You know, you were able to just help out. Now the funny part was the year before COVID, I was mm -hmm. actually about to go out of state all the way to New York. So <laughs> Everything was going to happen. Everything happened for a reason. After COVID, I say everything happened for a reason. Because if I was in New York, ooh, I'm sorry. I would have cried. I would have been begging. I know, because you would have been by yourself. Like, your family would have been so ooh. far away. Your friends would have been so far away. Yeah. Totally understand. And listen, it was desert town out here. Like, I, I swear, we had tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what it was. There was no one outside. So I guess that that was good in that yeah. aspect. But it was just so, it was a sad time to be like in New York. I never in my life thought I would ever see my hometown looking like that. Although I'm mm. not really cool with New York right now. So me and New York, yeah. are, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. yeah. So the last chapter was very relatable to me because I do advocacy work. And I know you're working on other things, but I work, so I work closely with an organization called Plan and it's founded by JMAC for Families. Shout out to JMAC. And we help advocate for families that have been affected by the children's welfare system. And you yeah. meant in your book that you figured out during quarantine that you wanted to be a legislator and help people navigate through the legal system. Is that right. something you're still practicing now or trying to accomplish now? So at that point, I wanted to do that because I felt mm -hmm. like, you know, like after George Floyd, and I was a political science major at that point. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to do something, but I, through COVID and through the aspect, I realized like that wasn't the field I wanted to go into, but mm -hmm. it's one of the topics that I love to talk about. So like when I had uh, Max Finney on to talk about, uh, you know, the, the uh, don't say gay bill like that <laughs> is still something that I want to advocate so even on my podcast like, I'm still going to advocate for legislative uh, you know topics that still going on in the world you know like I'm not turning a blind eye to it especially with the abortion uh, situation going on right now like it's just crazy so I w still love to talk about it you know especially that's going to be one of the main things I'm definitely talking about on season 5 for the Zaya show like it's going to be more like romantic and more like political views so 
okay. you know, you'll get to see that side of me. It's not going to be CNN. It's not going to be CNN, but, you know, you'll see that side. <laughs> Something similar. <laughs> so, you know, getting into your acting and podcasting. So, how's your acting career going now that COVID is over? And because I, I know you posted that you were in your first film. Yes! How did that happen? All right. So, this is like a two word question. Okay. Okay, so how's your acting career going, and mm -hmm. how did it happen that you just ended up in your first film ever, being the store? How, what's what's going on? Okay, so this is how. Okay, I'm gonna answer the question: How is going after COVID? After okay. COVID, it's going real good. Um, mm -hmm. I did a show. I could tell you like just of the show. So Darcy's Darcy Payment was actually inspired by George Floyd. And just the Black Lives Matter movement. And so in that show, I played Martel, which was a guy, a young black teenager that sadly got shot because of like police situation. Mm -hmm. And so that show was very powerful. My mom, everybody was crying through it. Then I did Big Love. I played, a, <laughs> I'm going to say it because I think it's true. I played one of the first like gay characters, like male gay characters of my college department. So I played Giuliano. He was very witty, very flirty, very flirty. Like, I love him. And then I did Reverse Negative, and that was a show about a car accident. And then a coincidence on the second show, right before the show, I got into a car accident. So, <laughs> yeah, my acting career been very unique. Um, I took a break this semester because I wanted to focus on the podcast and then on my education. But I'm definitely doing a show because I graduate next spring. So I will be doing more shows like throughout, you know, and then I did, I do TikToks. I did like one skit of a Tyler Perry scene, love that empire. And so to answer the question about the film, um, typically like, you know, like when they do extra, they'll let you know last minute, right? right? And so my college is actually like, we was on spring break and I just came back from being home. And then I just spent like the first few, like a few days with my boyfriend and we went on an official date and, you know, like actually became a couple like to our private, you know, like friends and family. Um, and so we was just like saying like, yeah, we're a couple. So I was meeting his best friend. He was meeting my best friend. And <laughs> my boss sent me like, hey, like to all everybody that's like, you know, like here, like there's a film that's being filmed like on the North Campus. And that's not far. That's like five minute walk. And I said, oh, there's a film. And I was like, hey, like, you know, like, he was like, oh, we could do it together. But he had to work. So I dropped him off at work. And the next day they said, we're looking for more extras. We're running dry. And when I tell you I ran so fast, <laughs> they make making money over there. Easy $200. Easiest $200. And so I ran over there. And I said, hey, I got my vaccination card. I was ready. I had to play a shirt on. And so the whole process was very different because it, I'm, I have to remind myself, like, these are out-of-state people coming into Louisiana, where Louisiana is more small. And we, the mask mandate is lifted up here. So we not wearing masks. Somehow, magically, we are still surviving. It's like everything is back to normal. <laughs> it's kind of scary <laughs> a little, but, you know, like, we've been doing this for a few months, and I work with the university, so I know, like, the background behind that. So I feel comfortable with it. So um, I wore my mask, you know, met people in there. We was all excited because it was like, oh, my goodness, like, Hopefully they take us because they say we might not because mm -hmm. we're extras. And so, you know, like we go in, they got my COVID test, everything, did the paperwork. The paperwork was so long. Like, it oh my was God. Like, tedious and you were probably on for like five minutes and the paperwork was just more tedious. Than yes. <laughs> yes. Because it's like you had to get paid. It was out of state. Then it was Louisiana, yeah. legislative, all that, yada, yada. And then after we filled out all the paperwork, we went into costume. I went to costume and my friends, you know, 
they were there like theater people some theater people was there and so i go into costume and they was like okay well what you wear and i'm like okay i wear this i wear that and you know like they choose my outfit Right. I waited there for 15 minutes. It felt like forever. Everybody getting dressed up, make up, yada, yada. I'm like, where's my outfit? I hope I didn't get forgotten, you know? And so she come out with three options. Remind you also, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to network. So she came up with three options. And I was like, oh, like, how you got into this? Like, you know, I just love fashion. I just know, like, you know, like, you just got to talk to the right people. I was like, okay, sis. She gave me three options. And I was like, oh, I really love this shirt that had the leather on it. And it hugged my biceps. I was like, ooh, because it was like the 70s. So yeah. I said, like, ooh, that, mm-hmm. I'm definitely loving that outfit because if I am seen, I want to wear that outfit. So you have options as an extra. Then for hair and makeup, I felt flattered because they said my, they was arguing about if I should have had makeup on because they said, oh, your skin is naturally glowing. Like, I mean, like I already had like, you know, your boyfriend, then my family, you know, that I was on a, I was on a holiday come up. You know, I was feeling good about myself, giving myself a break, podcast doing well. I was not complaining. And I was like, oh, you know, I I, I still do makeup, you know, whatever. But they didn't put makeup on me. So when you see me on screen, I'm not wearing makeup. So don't think I'm wearing makeup. They just shaved my uh, part of my facial hair. So now I'm just rocking the mustache, like the 70s. Oh. I mean, my boyfriend, he said like, ooh, like, I love it. Like, it, that's your thing now. I was like, okay, mustache it is. So right. that's all y'all going to get is a mustache for season five. And so, you know, like the filming process, we then you go back to the tent because they have an extra, a tent for only the extras. And they fed us food. Yes, girl. They, they, they feed you. Oh, and they so, took care of you, baby. Okay. Uh-huh. They took care of you. And then they will call you out like, oh, tent t- need the extras for this scene, da 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 you and they said with the ID. Now this is my first time on set, and I was like, "What ID?" Because you could do your state ID, your driver mm-hmm. license, and the old man. Now this is T for all my people that want be extras. Don't ever give your per- like anything with your address, anything with your credit card, debit card information, like all that. Like I know that should be common sense, but when you're like in Hollywood, you thinking like, "Oh, I you know I I need to show them like I'm legit, legit. Like I'm really a no. Like I showed them my student ID." So, you know, like, that's good enough. And so, because the old guy was telling me, he was like, he was telling me the time where he almost got, like, you know, like, money taken out his account because, like, he gave, like, something with his information on it, and they used it, and basically kept record of it, and basically almost took his money. So, mm-hmm. you have to exchange your ID for the props, so that way they get their prop back. You have to exchange your paperwork that you filled out to get paid for the costume, so that way they get the costume back so you're not stealing it's like a lot of like people don't look into that a lot so i mean i was very cautious thanks to him so you know like everything went smooth for me so mm-hmm. i had a good experience the shoot the shooting was a bit more tedious i ain't going i'm more of a theater person i'm more of the person that get it and go like let's go let's roll mm-hmm. they're like more like okay we're gonna do it for this frame that frame da, 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 da. and then i was right behind the character that was talking i was like please use that shot Please, Lord, use it. Please, Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, use it. So I could just have that moment. Come on, I was freaking out. Shit, you on TV? What the hell, son? God, it's all hurt. And so it's not out yet. It's Daisy Jones and the Six. That's an uh, Amazon show. It's on Amazon. Not yet, but they're still filming. But if when it comes out, trust me, I'm going to be right there. Listen, as soon as but, it comes out, you better drop them links. You better let everyone know. <laughs> but um, for acting for the future, I want to focus more on my theater aspect. So, of course, like, you know, like, I love to do 
live show. So I would love to do a podcast show, a podcast live concept show, virtual for my people, like something like that. Have my acting involved, have the book involved, like something like that. So I see that as like more performing. So that's where I'm in my, in my acting career. Oh, I love that, honey. So the goal is to do more like Broadway-esque or Broadway stuff yeah. and just walk English. that red carpet. Uh huh. West End Theater, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that's manifest that shit. Period. This is what we need, please. What I need, what I need, what I need. Right, right. And if right. I don't get it, then I'm doing the podcast. I'm a. I want to do a podcast tour if that's possible because I see other people do it and I'm like, I want to do that. I like to perform. I think I'm funny enough to do it on stage for like a good hour and a half and two hours. I'll give you costume changes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a lot of costumes. Okay. <laughs> So, oh, listen, I'm here for it. You already know. Um, yeah. As far as your podcast, you're in season, so you're going into season five now. Uh, yeah, so season four is going to be ending May 11th with a special guest that started. So this is a hint for my people that know. So like when I first, I started season four in November because this season has been very rewarding very like more improvement like i finally got my like i feel like i'm now comfortable with like my topics like okay i know my thing now i know what i'm doing like it's normal and you know like i went through so much in this season like i had you on the show with uh, yes, yes and all the episodes like looking back at it it's like each episode did not like each episode had their own message and the fact that everybody ate it up like the way they did, I was like, okay, okay, I guess I'm coming back for season five. I'm pulling back <laughs> up for season five, y'all. And so season four, uh, the guest is going to be the person that I started off with. So the first interview that I did for this season four moment, right before the episode premiere, if you go back on my Instagram, you would know who it is. So yeah, you would know who it is for my people that are listening. So go scroll it on the Instagram after you follow. And then you'll know who it is. But yeah, that episode gonna be real fun. We're gonna be talking about uh, being black in America, so that's definitely gonna be one of the most, like, one of my favorite topics oh, for the podcast. You know, so yeah, the podcast definitely. I love season four, and thank you for coming on to the show. Of course, listen, it was a vibe. I had so much fun just going back and forth talking about it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Every time you and I get together, it's a vibe. So it's a vibe. And then it, the fact that this is the longest, like the most episodes I had, and then it was like seven months. And then also, I'm going to North Carolina for the summer. So I was like, I don't want to like lug everything on to the whole train. <laughs> I'd rather just end the season here, you know, on a good note, you know, <laughs> do a Pride Month surprise. And then just do makeup looks and do short mini vlogs of me in North Carolina with my boyfriend. So you you're gonna be getting diff you're gonna be getting different content. So yes. from now on the podcast, just keep I'm keeping y'all updated. So I'm not disappearing. You better not be disappearing. Um. <laughs> so do you do? A, are you gonna do a lot more YouTube stuff now? Actually, my boy. Okay, okay so this is T. So my boyfriend is a YouTuber. Oh wait, and it's about the tea's about to get all spilled. It's nice and warm right now. Oh. You want the channel, huh? Do I? <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. But Same. yeah, he did it. Um, so he started a YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. like a year ago, like around the same time during COVID, like we. 
Like we were friends for five years before we started dating. So he wanted to get like, like he loves fashion. He loves recording. Like he took a break from YouTube to focus like, you know, obviously life got in the way. And I just, cause he saw me do my podcast. And he's like, I really want to get into YouTube again. I really want to get back into YouTube. And so I was like, Bae, you know, you got the talent for it. Like you're funny. Like, you know, like you're real funny. So I don't see why you're <laughs> pausing. So we will have our different separate channels, okay. but you might see me in a few YouTube channels this year. And I'm going to try to do more vlogs for my fans, for my Zaya fam, you know, because I'm like, you know, I want to give y'all behind the scenes beside the podcast, you know, girl, let's really talk. Okay. Right. Oh, so you just, this summer, them. Every, this is going to be, it's going to be lit for you. So this summer, what? So this summer, hopefully, you know, like I'm obviously going to be recording stuff. Come on, boyfriend's like, we're getting the camera bay. You're recording because it's very different because the way it, okay, the way my summer sounds, it sounds like a TV show. So me and my boyfriend got this internship for sales, right? Mm -hmm. And our, basically our goal is to get money, basically get money. Who don't want money? So we're going on a train. We're basically traveling together and we're going to be living in an apartment together with, (laughs) and they pay. No, Reality and they pay for it. Some the, of the summer. Uh-huh. And, and the company pays for it. And so we're going to be working with, and the, literally the rest of the, literally my coworkers are nothing but guys. I literally kid you not. So it's going to be nothing but guys. And we're going to be the only two guys there that probably, no offense, I think it, in my head are gay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it sounds like a reality show. We in North Carolina, Raleigh. We don't know anything. We're from Louisiana. So it's like me experiencing things. Going to be real organic. And then, you know, like, it's going to be very different, you know, so different people. And then I know some podcasters out there, because it's like, oh, so they might freak out when they hear this, like, where I am, because they might want to pull up. So, you know, like, I want to record it because this is definitely going to be one of, like, I feel like, like, this going to be real popping. So mm-hmm. if I record it and it doesn't come out during summer, probably because I'm editing it, but we're going to try it. We're going to work it out. We're going to work it out. We gonna oh, let's. You got collabs going on. This is, I'm telling you, this is, <laughs> y'all need to follow. But don't worry, we're going to get into how to stalk him in a good way. So In a good way. In a good way, okay? Because we don't need them negative stalkers. We need the positive, we need the fans. That's what yeah. we need. <laughs> Your most recent episode, Makeup is Not Feminine. Period. And I love the way you described everything you were wearing and babes, babes. <laughs> You weren't even on YouTube. You weren't on live. I didn't see you, but the visuals, you were fabulous already. Okay. And I appreciate (laughs) how matter of fact you are about makeup and how it makes you feel. Because a lot of people think that makeup is something that changes a person when in fact it's for most people, it's something that's more on like a creative outlet and it helps you express yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I know you mentioned you mentioned a time last year where um, you stepped out. I think you were like in Target or something and some people were staring at you and you had the glam glittery eye. You had the glar. Yeah, I had the Zaya eye right. because I was doing, I was shooting, literally we were shooting, I was doing episodes and then I did an interview and then that was like visual. So I wanted to do like my signature thing. And my friend's like, you want to go to Target? I'm like, yeah, girl. And you know, my, that's my best friend. Like she ain't going to tell me nothing. We're going to go to Target, get food and then we're going to come back and eat and watch a movie. This little boy, no, like, like not even an add to weight, but this little boy, this poor little white child was like, <laughs> oh, you wearing makeup? And I was like, yes. And you know, like, you don't want to tell, like, I ain't trying to step over anybody's territory. I was like, when you get older, you can play for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then people, the Bobby <laughs> looking at me, I was like, get your kid then, get your kid then. Right. And, uh, and the thing was, it wasn't like I was wearing like a whole crop top and like booty shorts and like having everything hanging out. Like, nah, I was wearing very baggy clothes with glittery eyes because I wanted to be comfortable with my slides. Like, girl. <laughs> My girl. That's it. Get your kid. That's it. Just get your kid if you don't want your kid to know Glar. Okay. If you want him to be boring, <laughs> if you want him to be boring, then put him somewhere. Don't don't have him around me because you're definitely not boring. Okay. You are completely into it. And I wanted to point that out to you because uh, you said it best. If they aren't tough enough to say anything to you when you know when you're there, then they're just admiring you, and that's on period. So mm-hmm. it was just admiration, but on a serious note, you are so inspirational and I love that you spread that positivity and humility because we definitely need that in the world and everything about you screams out positive, love, light. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Of course. So <laughs> as a surprise, <clears throat> so as you know, I made the book free for my people because you know, my college friends was like, Isaiah. I don't have that much money. And I know, honey, I know inflation's getting up there. So I just released the standard book on Wattpad. But as a surprise for Pride Month, mm. June 1st, mm-hmm. I will be releasing it more for the payment if you want more journal entries. So you got your little snippets, but if you want more journal entries to get into the real trauma warnings, trauma dump. So <laughs> if you want the trauma dump, pay for it <laughs> that's right listen wait hold on let's just pay for it pay for it baby like okay. <laughs> drop them coins I want, yeah because i know like people like i'm one of those like i ain't gonna buy nothing if i ain't got a sample of it but literally like y'all got like literally if that's a book it's just like shorter journal entries like i wasn't gonna give like everybody the journal entries you know what? but the book been doing well so i'm just like okay okay i'll give y'all the more deluxe edition you know i'll give you a deluxe edition for a prime month yes i will I love that. Well, you already know I'm on it, so. Yeah, yeah. As soon as June 1st hits. <laughs> June 1st hit, pop. Right. But I'm yeah. Gonna, I take all my money. <laughs> take all Not all my your money. money. I know, right? <laughs> now, now, if you love eyeshadow, I want to, I really want to make my own eyeshadow palette. I really want to. I'm trying to figure it out because then that's where I'm like, get your, get your coin. Because, honey, my eyeshadow game Hold your wigs. Stop. Stop. Well, listen, I will tell you. So my fiance, he's a photographer. And if you need me, I will try on every single. I mean, I do have sensitive. Oh, skin, yes. But I will try on every single palette and I will photograph my wonderful face, send it to you, use it for whatever you need. Yes. Make sure that you succeed. Okay, <laughs> we got okay perfect. Done. Because I'm just like, the way eyeshadow. Okay. Because this is like a part of this is why I kind of like. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you've been on and off on Instagram. I'm like, also going about to go through finals. But I'm just like right. the eyeshadow palette. I'm trying to find how to like get eyes, like how to like get like, you know, like get the eyeshadow palette actually come to life. So I'm going to do a lot of research. If you know people, if you see so you someone out there, please hit me up in my DMs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really want to get an eyeshadow palette like within the next two years. Next two years longest, but next year will be perfect because I'm graduating and I would love to have an eyeshadow palette. I would want my own. Because some palettes, I'm sorry, girl, they're not working. <laughs> they're uh, not working. 
You know what I'm trying to say. Because it's like, I have to do all this. I have to put the basic coat on. Then I got to put on the glittery eye. Like, put the glitter on top of it. And then it sometimes mess up. When really, I'd rather just have glittery uh, eyeshadow palette. Like, a glitter eyeshadow palette. Yeah. So. Like, just an all-in-one. You put it on. Yeah. Done. You got glitter, glass. And water-resistant. I would love a water-resistant one. Please, please. Because sometimes I be sweating out here. <laughs> And my, my eyeshadow be like fading, and I and I try everything. Like I bring myself, I set it, I powder, I do what I have to do. But yeah, like some palettes just don't live up to the hype. They don't, they don't. And then I would love to make my own perfume, my own color. Like I, like my boyfriend knows. He's like, oh, babe, you love. I like, I love, I love good, smelling good and looking good. So hopefully, hopefully, girl, we we manifest it. Cause if you see some cologne on me, be like, uh, bye now. <laughs> right. And I told you, my credit card will be out. <laughs> you will get a PR package. You will get a PR package. Listen, that's all I, and you will be all over the place. I'll be like, I'm wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Just every day on your podcast, it's Michelle. By the way, I'm wearing. <laughs> By the way, in case you want to know what I smell like, I'm wearing gloves. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh but I'll, i was just come my boyfriend just like isaiah you just love i was like oh why were you playing too if i i was just like oh babe wouldn't it be funny if i put a song out too that would be real fun that would be real funny that would be said, oh, amazing that would be real funny i just want to do that but you know i have so many ideas while i'm in college so I'm, my i i'm so excited gosh, to just graduate and just be graduate and just create i just want to create everything basically everything i'm so like i'm really so excited i'm already excited for pride month yeah mm -hmm. so i'm not going to be like i might give you well it's still up in the air because of like how my travel is going to be um but definitely y'all going to have a playlist a pride playlist and it's gonna have some pictures, you know. So, you know, it's just gonna be like repurposed, like just like, oh yeah, give a shout out to these LGBTQ uh members that were on my show, you know, stuff like that. And then to save it for the last, just have like one more authentic episode talking about like my coming out experiences. So that's Pride Month basically. But um, as like the deluxe book, I'm thinking about, I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking about doing stickers and like possibly a journal entry, like your own journal, like making it journals and just have like start smiling journal and just be like, okay, have questions that I did for myself that, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking, but that's gonna be a work in process. So we, oh. we're figuring out, you know, I'm, you know, you know, you know, I'm a creative head. Well, listen, you are just, your mind thinks in creative mode all the time. We enjoy it. So what can we expect to see? And I feel like you already told us everything, but what can we expect to see from Zaya, the author, the actor, the podcaster, oh. the legislator, the acting, <laughs> the star? Uh, so realistically, realistically, because <laughs> I was just going on a tangent, it's just about what I want to happen. But realistically, what will happen so within a, like for a podcast wise, I'm going to say that first. So since I'm going to North Carolina, unfortunately, I won't be doing my, uh, like Zaya show will be on a break for a hot minute. So it's why I did a playlist because I was going to like drop like, I would love to do a surprise drop of a new season. <laughs> like just a surprise drop of like Beyonce, like 13 new episodes dropped. Just come out of like, nowhere. <laughs> just come out of nowhere. It's just like season five dropped. Bam. Right. Like, oh. 
but you know i would like but that's that's an idea but if i do it don't be surprised um but yeah you'll get like a playlist um for you know the june and it photos you know that's more of the podcast and i probably won't come back to like august or september you know like when school sessions start back up that's where i'm back and then my sister actually coming to my university so you might you gonna be seeing her on my podcast and then my friend like more it's gonna be like season five is gonna be more relationship focused because i feel like i did so much already like season four like focusing on the external like meeting people outside in the world but let's get to know like zaya and how people influence me and then like you know i get a little glimpse of people true stories so that's what season five gonna be upholding i got some people on here that i'm excited for and hopefully my boyfriend wants to do an episode because i asked him like bae i mean we'll do an episode because <laughs> originally before i had a boyfriend i was like maybe i should do one with my ex that'll be real juicy that'll be real juicy because that would i, I could finally say everything i want to say and that- everyone will back me up yes <laughs> Could have done like a YouTube, like a live. Have everybody oh, yeah. you want to say in them chats? <laughs> but we're not going to do that because that's toxic energy. Um, so yeah, we're, possibly we're just being petty buddies. It's okay. It's just a petty buddies. Petty, petty buddies. Yeah, yeah, petty buddies. Um, but me and my boyfriend might be petty together, just talking about them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the podcast aspect. Acting wise, I mean, everything's up in the air because I'm not sure about this season for my theater because this will be my last college year. So I'm not sure of the shows that I will be doing yet until the end of May um, and which ones I will audition for. Mm-hmm. And then as in content created, I mean like the YouTube channel will be coming definitely this year. It's more of like, when will it come out? Because like of the editing process and that's a whole new, like, you know, like when you edit it for YouTube, it's got to be different. So, mm-hmm. you know, can't, can't just be audio. Got to be visuals. Got to make an intro. Got to do this. Got to okay. think of like, you know, so I would like to do that. But like for the YouTube channel, it would be called Zaya's World. So it would be more like vlog style type of serious. It wouldn't be like, okay, guys, you know, like it wouldn't be that. But so that's content creation. And then I'm, of course, will be open to be doing collaborations during the summer. So I'm not really gone. So yeah, and and I feel like to submit myself in some awards for the podcast awards. So that's what we want to do this year. Different, so you know, like things like that. You know, like I still be on social media. You know, I might pop on live here and there. You know, you know, gotta support the girlies. Right, right. And then working on merch, so you might see me asking y'all, like, hey, which I like, which I don't like, because I'm working on merch. Because at this point, I'm like, okay, the 50th episode about to come up, I would like to at least release some merch for my ride or die baby. So right. we're working on merch. So y'all see the glimpse, the outtakes, everything, and y'all get to vote on it because it's for y'all. Yes. And it's going to be affordable because, honey, <laughs> college students. <laughs> college <laughs> students is mostly my infl- demographic. Listen, and inflation. Okay, I think we're like and inflation. What, 6% or inflation. 9%. Oof, child. Jose, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate you. I've been waiting to have you on ever since you told me about this book. You have so many wonderful, wonderful things going on. And like you, I mean, I got the creative bug right now just talking to you. You're so inspirational. I love it. Let La Familia of the It's Michelle podcast know where they can tune into your podcast, how to reach you, follow you, all that good stuff. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, honestly, like, I got a podcast, if you didn't know at this point. Um, so you can look up the Zaya show and you can hear all my crazy stories and all my inspirational 
uh, things as well. If you want to read, start smiling. I think it's going to be in the bio, Michelle. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's going to be in the bio. So you could just go there. And if you and if you got Wattpad already, you could just search up, start smiling. You will see me on the charts. <laughs> um, next, um, Instagram is the underscore Zaya underscore show. I'm there as well. Um, Twitter, Zaya show. That's it. Um, and then you can look me up on YouTube to see some videos of me where I did interviews, the Zaya show, literally type in the Zaya show, you'll find me anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> that title ain't going nowhere. The right. Zaya show. I think I, I need a, I need, I'm claiming it. I'm claiming right. it. Right. Copyright. Claim it is yours. Cause I was so mad. No, I was so mad when I was looking at Kyle searching up Zaya show, the Zaya's world and people already had it. And I was like, are you serious? But that's <gasps> meant for you. Like that's all it's you. It's meant for me. <laughs> but yes okay. and then also the boyfriend YouTube Michelle will have the glimpse and then y'all will have to wait longer <laughs> right <laughs> now that's right. the teaser thank you okay <laughs> you're welcome girl <laughs> mi gente you heard it make sure you follow on social media like share subscribe rate and review on your favorite podcast platforms because we trying to make it out here and we need your support yes Okay. Yes. Say and Michelle, you've been glowing up. I just want to say this pause production. Michelle, girl, you've been popping up everywhere. Like, literally, like, everywhere I've been, like, social media-wise, like, for podcasts, I'm like, oh, Michelle guest starring here. Michelle doing this. Michelle doing that. I say, okay, Michelle. Ow, you know, I'm trying. And then you hit 1,000 followers. Congrats, boo-boo. 1,000 gang. Listen, I'm trying. Okay, gang, gang. I'm trying. <laughs> and it's the hardest thing. I can't make it to like 1100 yet. I'm just like, come on, guys. Really? Honey, I'm just stagnant. I'm just going up, down, up, down. <laughs> with well, listen, social media is no joke. <laughs> social media ain't no joke, but we got it. We in a thousand and like literally like start like we started together, yeah. which is crazy. Just had different aspects of the world. So it's like we're growing, growing, girl. Like we starting to become like breakouts in the podcast community Dude. also are you on good pods no i'm girl not. you need to get on it you need to get on it really all right yes we're gonna talk i'm gonna talk more about it later with you okay. but yeah you're gonna definitely get on it but yeah michelle you're doing well baby i love you you know i'm here for you ride or die any day merch anything you send anything my way Love you, baby. Yes, Zaya, thank you again for allowing me to interview you. Guys, Start Smiling is out. Or Start Smiling. Well, I'm not putting no G on. Start Smiling <laughs> is out now as an ebook on Wattpad. And I'll make sure to have all that stuff, all the description, all that stuff, along with Zaya's info. So you guys make sure you follow, read up, do what you got to do. And with that said, peace and love. We out. I see you. It's me. 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 It's me, Michelle, bitch.